Hey there, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Next In Line podcast brought to you by the RFK Refugees Sport Network. And in the today booth, we've got uh, both of the two loud Adams. That's again. right. In the proverbial virtual booth today, you got Adam Davis, <laughs> myself, and you got Adam Mendelovitz. And you might be wondering why. Why do you get both of us today? And that's because there's actually a third face in here with us Uh joining us also virtually um and we're going to introduce him in just one second as we get a couple mm-hmm. of things just ironed out and and talked through but um we're, we're excited to have him on and and we're excited to, to to ask some great questions i think that you all are going to be interested ahead of where we are right now tomorrow's clash with with north carolina fc yep it's the u.s open cup match that everyone's looking forward to that's but right it's also so- the first evening of passover so y'all are gonna have to be extra loud for my absence well, we'll we'll unfortunate to hear that, and we'll we'll definitely miss you. But um, I, I think that the the guys would love to get a, a win and move on to the next round, so that way you can attend uh, at least a U.S. Open Cup. Yeah, match. Would, uh, yeah, watching. that would be ideal. <laughs> awesome. So, real quick uh, note that this episode is brought to you by Jordan Stewart and the Next Move Nations Capital Real Estate. That's powered by Keller Williams Capital Properties. So, just a big shout out and thanks to to all of them and to Jordan for helping make this this whole thing happen. So. Um, without further ado, I'm going to jump right into it. You know, we're not going to talk a lot about the the Colorado Springs switchbacks game. You all know how I feel about about them and how long their name is and it's uh, and, and all that fun stuff. But, you know, we, we had a matchup with the Western Conference team. We got another one coming up here um, in, in a couple weeks against Oakland following the Birmingham game. You know, these these are strong teams upcoming. Uh, Colorado Springs is a strong team. I believe they're sitting right now in first in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, th- th- these are these are winnable games. And I, I think that as, as the season progresses, as, as the, the team levels out, I think that we're going to see those kind of matches be uh, be victories for us. So and, and the West looks a lot different than it did in the past. But we're going to jump right into the interview and, and we're going to introduce our uh, our st- I, we'll, we'll, I think we can go ahead and just say as our star striker, uh, Zach Ryan, has joined us in the booth. Zach, uh, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself to, the, to everybody. Well, to both of the Adams, thank you very much for having <laughs> me. Um, no, it's excited to be on here. Excited to talk with you guys. And uh, first and foremost, excited to you know be preparing with the team for obviously a historic day we're looking forward to tomorrow. So, Absolutely. Historic indeed. Um, this is this is a huge deal. You know, as a, as a fan of, of Loudon since its inception in 2019, I have been waiting for the the day that we get to participate in this. Um, nothing against DC United and, and, and a huge love for our affiliation with them. But uh, now that we've kind of broken those ties in a sense, you know, having the opportunity to play in the U.S. Open Cup is, is extremely excited. So um, we got a we got a number of questions that we we kind of, you know, teed up and we were hoping to just ask you and kind of. Uh, you know, shed some light into your perspective as a player, a, a, a new player for Loudon, but a, a professional player with with experience. Um, talk about kind of the performances, um, those experiences, and then just some some miscellaneous questions, just generally about you know about uh, what all's happening right now behind the scenes at Loudon. So so starting off right Sounds now, um, awesome. So starting off, we're, we got a uh, we got you in here, and um, we, the first thing we have to address, right, is that you came out of the New York Red Bull Academy. Um, played for New York Red Bulls, um, the the big side, not just the twos, um, but you mm-hmm. you went in, uh, you, you just without beating another bush, um, <laughs> playing for New York 
is a team that's kind of hated in this area, right? We we DC fans do not love New York Red Bulls um as a team. I don't think there's much hatred, yeah, honestly, with the other <laughs> with the players or the fans, but we just there's just a hatred there. Is that the same back? Does New York even care about DC at all? Uh yeah, I mean it's it's obviously a massive rivalry. Um and before for any of those those games, it was you know a massive part of um point of conversation and touching point in the locker room that we we take pride in those games against DC and, and always look to win them uh whenever possible. Um so I'd I'd say definitely the animosity runs both ways. Yeah awesome. and uh on a on a related note uh I was talking US Open Cup you scored a goal with the first team New York against uh, DC United. Mm-hmm. Was that the uh when you got that, when you scored that goal, how did it feel? Did that feel like you had arrived in professional soccer? <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, uh, that that was definitely one of the more memorable moments I had last year. Um, up to that point, you know, I'd been traveling a lot with the first team and felt like I was running right in the bubble there of, you know, just being in and being able to contribute. And it's any professional player, any player at any level will tell you. Uh, mm-hmm all you want to do is just get on the field and contribute. And for me, that means scoring goals. Um, that was my first goal with the first team and my last, but you know, in the moment it certainly felt good. Um, and that was a fun, fun memory. Yeah, I bet it did. And especially against a rival, um, you know, Ooh. but uh, we, we certainly it was the seen... one that knocked DC out. Well, yeah. I mean, I think that the, the game was probably put away by then, but it was, yeah, it, was nice, yeah, uh, it was a nice finish to it. Um, it was, and... I'll give him that. It was the first thing that came up, I think, when a lot of people saw your name come across uh, the the roster announcements and stuff. Yeah. Was, oh, wait, wait, hold on. I I know that 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 one yeah. really hurt me. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. So that's a great transition. Um, back to you know what we really want to talk about today, which is the U.S. Open Cup. Like you said, historic match. This is a yeah. huge deal. Not only is Loudon playing in its first ever cup match at all. I mean, we've never played in the playoffs. This is our first ever elimination tournament or you know experience at all. Um, and it's at home. It's at Segura Field. You know, that's that's uh, as a fan, that's our dream, right? Um, so you know, we know you have experience. You've played in the U.S. Open Cup, but what about the rest of the team? Do you, do you know? Is there a large amount of of minutes that have been played in in cup competitions? Not only just in the U.S. Open, but maybe in cup competitions in Europe or in South America. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I can tell you that it's 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 not zero, but it's it's fairly limited. Um, I mean, a lot of our guys. Um, had the opportunity to play in the Open Cup last year with the first team. Um, you know, when when that one-game loan system was still in place. Um, and so we've got some good experience there. Uh, we have guys who've got Open Cup experience from, you know, across the MLS, you know, Khalil Ahmedkar, Open Cup experience with FC Dallas, uh, myself, Koa. Um, and, yeah, just guys internationally. I'm I'm not totally sure to what extent um, guys have cup experience in other countries, but um, you know, look for us. It's 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 simple. It's it's winter go home, and you know, I don't think you need much in the way of experience to understand that dynamic. Uh, so we know exactly what's up for grabs, and we're going to go for it. Absolutely. The um that that's exactly right. It's, it's the winter go home mentality, right? It, it's um, it, it's something that's unlike, I think, what we've experienced here before. I mean, at times, I think that there were there were some runs where we were close to playoff uh, contention. Um, 
you know, recently there was there was an interview, I think, that uh, U.S. men's national team midfielder Luca de, to- Luca de la Torre, Torre made about, you know, the correlations of promotion relegation that doesn't exist in the United States. And we're not going to get into that. That's a whole, like, sticking point for, for U.S. Uh, fans. But, but, you know, he made the comment that, like, when, you know, every match is like, there's a little more of a fire under your bum, you know, that doesn't necessarily exist in U.S. soccer. Is, is that, is that, you do you think that's true? Do you, do, no, I don't know if that's true or not, but, like, do you think that there'll be an extra fire under the players' bums, you know, to you know tomorrow, since it is a loot, you know, go home or uh, or win? Yeah, I think, I mean, any team, especially in a in a system where there's no promotion or relegation, would would do very well for themselves not to worry too much about what the stakes of the game are and just kind of approach every single game the same. But with that being said, you know, we're human, and you know when the stakes are. Uh, you know, win or go home. Uh, there's certainly a, a different dynamic to it, uh, at least in the preparation, the way we talk talk about the game. Um, you know, when the whistle's blown at the end of the day, it's just a soccer game. And, you know, so far as I'm concerned, I think um, guys are always competing their hardest, regardless of whether we're worrying about, you know, being promoted or not or um, moving on to the next round or not. So, um, yeah, I think it's an in- interesting question. Um, but no, I was just gonna say because every everybody's it's all about being promoted. Everybody wants to to move on in their career, whether that be the next step, you know, to the MLS, whether that be moving to Europe, or you know, nobody's just you know wants to stay stagnant and wants to stay somewhere forever. Um, you know that. So even if you're yeah. not promoting as a team, yeah, you you want to do your best. Um, and you're right, it is just a game, you know, and and it's an amazing game. I love it. I think it's the most important, uh, you know, most influential sport that that exists. But that's my opinion. Um, I think there's a lot of pe- people and a lot of fans that. I think it's more than that, and sometimes that can be unfortunate um, when it when it blows out of perspective. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, win or lose, yeah, you, you definitely got our support no matter what, man. Um, yeah. So, uh, Adam, do you want to talk a little bit about some some current team and performances? Yeah, um, I guess um, you know, leading into you're talking about that mentality with the different players that have a wide range of experience some who are relatively new, some who have uh, been playing elsewhere. And I guess, how do you, over the first four games, how do you think that's been gelling, like between you, between Tommy Williamson, between Panos and uh, Khalil Medkar? Because we've been, you know, been getting some extra hope that we haven't had over the past mm-hmm. few years. It's been exciting to watch. Uh, how, how do you think that uh, your the attacking unit has been coming together on the field the past few matches? Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of fun playing with those guys, um, and and not just not just those, you know, three other guys who obviously, you know, were, were the front four guys kind of going into goal, but also mm-hmm. um, the fact that our attack really is built through uh, our back line, through our midfielders, and everyone plays a really important role. And I think you look across the field, and even the guys who aren't on the field, the guys coming off the bench, we have we have a lot of depth and a lot of guys who can impact the game. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, you know, because the team has been obviously such a new fresh face roster um, to start the year, uh, we recognized really early on that it was important to, to over communicate, um, to really get to know each other on and off the ball and start to build that chemistry early on. We, you know, I thought we really hit the ground running in preseason and um, we're trying, you know, to make that translate as much as possible to to each league game and 
and now looking forward to the Open Cup game. So I'm enjoying it a lot. That's interesting uh, way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I on a semi-related note, uh, <clears throat> you know, missing our star striker you for the uh, last couple matches it seems like the team kind of felt it. But uh, also, it seems that uh, oh, Cole Turner has been uh, out of the past match. So, are you able to talk about how he's uh, how he's doing? Yeah, Cole's doing all right. Um, he's he's definitely bummed. He. Uh, hmm. I'm not sure if the news is is public yet. I think I may have seen some some so, information released, but I, he basically hurt his knee. Yeah, um, I think uh, that Ryan Kiefer over at um I forgot the new, new name of their organization, but it used to be the Black and Red United, but District Press. Um, District Press, thank you. I think that he dropped the news today after practice, but we we kind of yeah. heard some rumblings that 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 Turner yeah. might be out for an extended period and to add to our list of of current long term injuries, which is a huge mm-hmm. bummer. Yeah, yeah, he's he's. <clears throat> He's doing all right. Um, you know, I think he'll be back uh, hopefully midway through the season. Um, oh, I think awesome. he's he's got some some runway. I'm not I'm not totally sure. I'm certainly no medical expert, but um, you know what's great as well. Even though Cole, obviously, uh, you know, captain and and a massive part of our team's success, um, mm-hmm. we have we have Bryce Washington coming off the bench, and I think he's he did a tremendous job last game against Colorado and. You know, um, I think he's going to continue to do a tremendous job. So um, we definitely, even though it's a big loss, we feel very fortunate that we have guys stepping up and continuing to fill into to roles and, and perform really well. So, yeah. Uh, that next man up mentality. That's mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how you win championships yeah. right there. And, and yeah. you know, what are we here to do if not for that? Um, <laughs> you know, and, and I think that a lot of the totally. league doesn't, uh, you know, they, they don't pay Loudon a lot of respect. I think that they will. I think that, you know, as this season progresses, I think that they're going to look at Loudon and say, this is a this is a team we don't want to have to play um, in, in tight moments when when in the past, maybe they, they didn't mind um, as much. But yeah. um, mm-hmm. I, I want to bring it back to the U.S. Open Cup just briefly for a moment and, and say, you know, I, I know that at the, the big jersey reveal event that the team put on, I don't, I don't believe you were one of the players that was uh, – that was, I don't know, so to say, you know, trotted out uh, during that. I don't think so, but I, I was there. And, and Coach Coach um, Martin, man, I almost said Coach Ryan. You guys, you're <laughs> the the Ryans, the interchangeable. Yeah, the Ryans. Yeah, all season long. Big old <laughs> so um, Coach Martin mentioned that uh, part of the, the conversations he was having with players ahead of, of this season when they were bringing in, you know, new folks was, are you guys going to be cup qualified? Are you guys going to be a part of this? Because at that time, that was – when the negotiations were happening with with Greg Peroni mm-hmm. and the acquisition of of Loudon United, um, can you talk about that? I mean, is that is that something that's even able to be discussed? Like, were were you one of those players that was asking? Was that a, was that a factor in in a decision that you were making on where you wanted to go? Um, and, and probably can't speak for the other players, but do you know anything <clears throat> like that? Yeah, um, well, it's cert- it was certainly one of the main questions that myself and a lot of the other players had when we arrived for preseason. And it was a big discussion point. Um, and we knew that things were in the works, but we just knew that none of it was finalized really until I believe it was probably the end of the first month of preseason. Um, but once, once we got that news, it was great. Uh, it didn't, it didn't, it wasn't a part of my decision-making, so to say, um, you know, choosing to come to Loudoun. Uh, it was certainly a perk knowing that it was possible, even if it wasn't concrete. Um, you know, I chose Loudoun. Uh, just for the opportunity and the project that 
the coach Martin was building. So, um, but yeah, certainly now that we're a day away from it, it, it feels, it feels really good and we're excited. It does feel good. Yeah. And I, I've heard that a lot from a lot of players throughout, you know, the, the last few years that, that coach Martin is just so highly respected in, in this league and, and abroad through a U.S. soccer that, um, that folks were willing to come from, from all over the world to play for him. Um, so it's great to hear that was, that was a huge part. Yeah. Um, um, sure. I, um, I guess I'll also uh, I also want to bring this back uh, because this has been on our our minds as well as those of the Loudon United faithful. But uh, um, at near the end of the game versus San Antonio, when you got the uh, when you got the red card, <laughs> the official I mean the official line was that you uh, pushed the ref from my from my seat in the stands. It looked like he had gotten your. Per, he had gotten unnecessarily into your personal space. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, you know, it's it was the letter of the law, I suppose, when you got yes. the red card. Uh, I guess, do you have any, uh, what's your side of the story on that? Love, love the blind defending, Adam. I love that. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think about that? No, man? T- totally. You... Well, you're good. Uh, I like your take. You're giving me an alley-oop here. No, I mean, <laughs> it's. Well, I'm it not was, exactly, not exactly unbiased here, so. Yeah. Not trying to be either. Yeah. No. Um, no. Yeah. Look, I, I, you know, by the letter of the law, as he's already alluded to, um, my arms extended and towards the ref and I shoved him and, you know, uh, you know, I think if I'm going to ref in that position, I'm giving a red card as well. So mm-hmm. fair play, but I do think I was put in, a, in an extremely awkward position. Um, if I'm being honest, I, you know, I, I was kicked out of bounds, um, mm. was, you know, a little bit angry at that was kind of jawing at him, thought mm. another San Antonio player basically got in my face from out of, out of my right peripheral vision mm. and then, you know, kind of react and then turns out to be a referee. So <laughs> it's an awkward one. It's an awkward one. And, you know, I, mm. I wish I could have acted like an angel in the moment, but unfortunately that's not how. It's not how things work all the time in in uh, in competitive sports. So right. I to- I understand the decision. Uh, oh yeah, but you know it's it's an awkward position to be in. And those you know those San Antonio players were jawing at you throughout the, the game. Yeah. I mean I think that they were they rolled in to, to Segra assuming that this was an easy three points, and I don't think that they were happy how, how things played out. I think that <laughs> um you know I know it's a draw, but I think that that was a, a demonstration that we're here to play ball and, and they weren't ready to, to hear that message. Um, so I don't blame you for having thought that, but we'll get you some like rock and sock them, like, you know, you know speed bags <laughs> or something. So you can get your anger out before a match or something. Maybe at yeah. time, the next time. <laughs> I think that'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah. No, I'll I mean, that was my first ever red card in my career. So I guess oh, it was the first no. time for everything. All right, yes, well, so I'm not that kind of player, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> first time for everything. Fair sure. enough. Too cool. Um, all right. Well, um, so I, I mean, this is kind of an ambiguous question. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how you answer this. I mean, you kind of already have it in the same same sense. But you know, we started off the season really strong. Um, we got a, a really good win against a team that's now sitting in last place in the East. Um, I'm interested to watch tonight, as you know, as we record this on Tuesday night, how they play mm-hmm. against uh, Knoxville in the U.S. Open Cup themselves. But Memphis um, was a team that was strong. You know, they they made it to the to the uh, conference finals last year. Um, I believe was it was it them? Yeah, I think so. And you know they, yep. they were expected to just kind of roll us, and they very much didn't. Um, yeah. San Antonio was was the out and out expected to be Western Conference 
champion, you know, as the season started this year and mm-hmm. they expected to roll us and they didn't. Um, mm-hmm. and, and so as the season started, there was a lot of like a lot of momentum, a lot of excitement and, and Tulsa happened. And that was, uh, you know, some lapses in, in attention. Um, I, I, I've spoken kind of on and off about how that wasn't a lack of talent. It was just maybe some errors. Um, and then the match this weekend, you know, a, 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 a same thing, a single error cost us, you know, an entire match where, where everyone performed pretty well, honestly, against Colorado Springs. But what's the what's the yeah. spirit like after, you know, a run of form where you're like, you're up high, maybe down low. Um, and we got some hard matches coming up with, with Oakland and Birmingham. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, is everybody kind of thinking like, oh, what, what's happening? Is everybody kind of in the same spirits they were starting the season? Where, where are they at right now? Uh, No, well, I mean, <clears throat> you, you kind of contrast a league campaign and the the mentality that goes into that with a, with a cup, with a cup campaign. Um, you know, we look at these results that we've dropped against Tulsa and, uh, Colorado, and you look at really the first 30 minutes of that Tulsa game, really happy with how we control the game and a team that we think is going to be really competitive this year in their house. And then, you know, they kind of get a hold of the game, catch us and sleeping a couple plays in some critical moments of the game and then, you know, run away with it. Sometimes soccer goes like that. I don't think the scoreline accurately or I don't think the scoreline really reflected um, the balance of the game. And I think everyone in the locker room would agree with that. And then Colorado, I think, you know, as you said, you're looking at one of the the strongest teams in the Western conference. And I thought really, I'll just come out and say, I thought we played them off the park for the most part. Um, And I thought that, (laughs) yeah, I I thought, you know, we, we spoke about the fact that, in our first two games, in spite of them being great results, it was a tale of two halves. We allowed both Memphis and San Antonio to come back into the game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought Colorado was really the first performance from the first whistle to the last that we were on top of them and continued to play our game and didn't really wane. Um, mm-hmm. So I think we're just really excited. And, you know, we, we take those results um, kind of in stride, knowing that we are building towards a consistent level in the league and that those losses aren't the end of the world. Um, so we're really excited about the challenges ahead with these next couple of games in the league. Um, and we think we can do some damage for sure. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Well, I mean, we, we got to run a home games too. And I think that that, that really could, could make a difference. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think that getting you back is going to be critical. I, I think that, man, I, I want, I want whatever, like, you know, Khalil's routine is like, I want him to change it. I want like him to carry a, a magic rabbit foot or something like for good luck <laughs> because he's been so unlucky with some finishing opportunities that I know he is probably thinking about when he lays in bed at night. Um, So, I mean, I think that th- those two things alone, it, it, it completely makes these matches a, a complete different result Um, than, than totally. how they, they turned out. Yeah. Um, totally. But that's awesome. Um. Before we get into the miscellaneous, uh, Adam, any more questions about uh, Open Cup, uh, about all that kind of stuff? We're going to have some fun questions um, to, to touch on. Yeah. Um, this might sound like a bit of a weird personality question, but I suppose is there anything that's been keeping you humble as you're going through, uh, as you're going through the uh, season, as you're going through your career? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's important. Um, wherever you are in your career as a soccer player um, or as an athlete generally um, to have like a, like a nonstop tension between like confidence and humility. Mm -hmm. Um, So whether that's, 
you know, in my freshman year in school, I'm redshirting and I'm not playing. Obviously, I'm going to be very humble in that moment. But can I have the confidence to say, no, I can I can accomplish things here. Um, and then in a similar moment after I, I signed with my first professional contract with New York, um, certainly that's a moment where you feel humble because you have a lot of really world-class players you're surrounded by, but confident because, wow, I just, this is a really big milestone in my career. Um, and so I think it's a, it's a challenge for every player, but it's an important one to, to accomplish, to just, you know, have a, a good answer to the two questions of what do I have to be confident about and what do I have to be humble about? Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, I, I think I have a lot left that I, that I want to accomplish in my career. And, I'm very excited and happy to be here at Loud United. And, uh, you know, I think I've, I have ambitions beyond as well. And I think I, I speak for everyone in the locker room when I say that. Um, so. That's awesome. uh, that's really good to know. Awesome. Yeah. Um, awesome. Oh, yeah. So continuing on, on the, on the vein of, of uh, maybe odd miscellaneous questions uh, as, as we kind of wrap this thing <laughs> up, uh, we've we got a couple more minutes. I want to, I want to definitely glean out of you while we got you, man. Um, <laughs> I've been told to ask about it. Maybe this is kind of a joke. Maybe it's an inside joke. I'm not sure, but uh, the player leadership steak dinners. Um, <laughs> what's, what's the deal with that, man? Is that, is that an inside joke? Am I allowed to know what that is? Oh, of course. No inside jokes. There's no inside jokes here. Um, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, first of all, I feel very lucky. And I think a lot of the guys on our team feel very lucky that we have, you know, new ownership coming in and, and uh, breathing a lot of life into the club. Um, Greg, obviously Greg Baroni with, with his new ownership, it's, it's been a really exciting time. And, and Jordan Stewart has done an excellent job as well, really being in and around the guys and taking care of us. And so, um, we've made it a, a bit of a tradition that our, our leadership group, a group of about eight to 10 guys, um, we go out to dinner on Thursday nights with Jordan before Saturday games, um, get some steaks and, you know, just don't talk about anything too complicated. Just hang out, um, talk some crap, and uh, yeah, it's 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 good fun. So, uh, you know, it's 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 good to it's it's a really good feeling as a player to to be in a place um, where the ownership is is so involved and just likes being in and around the club and in and around the day to day. So, um, we certainly feel like we have that and are fortunate, both in the case of of Greg and Jordan. That's that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I. I... You know, not to say that we didn't used to have that, and we didn't. Um, but it wasn't because of a lack of care, and it was just because DC had things that they were focused on. Um, and, mm -hmm. and we never really had that exact same amount of, of nurture and love. And I think that's kind of why, um, the franchise went the way that they did in in selling Loudon. Um, and and we are, you know, I mean, four matches in, but I mean, I, just from what all you can tell, what's going on behind the scenes, just to see, see the development going on at Segra, just to see the the, the change in the, the amount of talent that's coming in. You know, you can tell that that Greg Baroni is is a good thing, um, and 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 Jordan as well. I know that uh, there's more more to be announced um, in the future, but um, yeah. also so. the outreach that they're doing uh, across various uh, businesses and not just soccer clubs uh, across the Loudoun County area. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a big improvement. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I got another question for you actually, and I, I don't think uh, this kind of just popped in my head. Um. So like, you know, your, your, your normal striker number is, is number nine, right? That's uh, where a lot of folks go with. And I know that, uh, I know Tommy's, yeah. Tommy's rocking the, the nine, I believe. Um, 
but you don't have nine. You don't wear nine. I don't believe it in New York. I, I'm not only do I know that because I can see your jersey behind you, but also just in general, I, I'm I'm pretty sure I I, I track that down. Mm-hmm. What, what's up with what's up with twenty eight? What's what's going on there? Do you care to share that? Yeah, well, my lucky number for for you know ever since I was a kid was fourteen, um, <laughs> and so I wore fourteen for most of Red Bull Academy. I wore fourteen all of my five years at Stanford. Uh, fourteen, I don't believe was unavailable at Red Bull, but no one had taken it since Thierry Henry and I wasn't going to be the first. Um, (laughs) And yeah. And I, it was basically a bit of a a game of musical chairs for uh, number selection this off season. Wesley snatched up 14 before I did. So (laughs) Um, I I went with 28 again because, you know, I'm a simple man and two times 14 is good enough for me. Okay. I love it. I made that connection immediately. That's great. Yeah. Adam, what else you got? You got any other questions? Well, I guess, uh, have you got any, what are your thoughts on, I guess, the uh, Loudon outside of the team, like the Leesburg, the Ashburn area? Are there any places that uh, you really like to go to outside of soccer? You don't have to tell us when and where you go, you know, people <laughs> go chasing you down. But yeah. Yeah, what, are your, what are your thoughts uh, on the local area? Yeah, it's it's been great. I mean, it's so I'm actually living in Reston. I'm rooming with uh, Coa Santos. So oh, a, nice. a little bit more of a commute, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I was excited to move down here and really explore like DC as a city. And I thought it'd be nice to split the difference a little bit between mm-hmm. uh, Segra and, and downtown DC. So, um, so Reston has been really enjoyable. Love this area. A lot of good restaurants and um, no, it's like very new developments and good, mm-hmm. good quality of living. As far as the Leesburg area, um, there is that little kind of village area right near, right before you get off, right after you get off the Leesburg Pike with the Wegmans and everything. There's that uh, Weird Brothers Coffee. Uh, been there a couple oh, times yeah. after training. That's right. It's good. Yeah. That place, place is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Um, we also, as a team, we we hit up SNR Coffee or SR Coffee after training as well a lot, um, which is right next to the airport, basically. Um, sounds like a lot of coffee lovers on the team yeah a lot of coffee lovers a lot of coffee lovers i love it i love it yeah gotta save money on food and gotta overspend on coffee that's right that's right both both the rational and irrational at the same time (laughs) i love it that's great um all right i think that i think we're gonna need to wrap up in a couple minutes i think we're kind of coming to time in a second but before we do um you know you kind of had some some opportunities to have an experience what segra is like um you know hopefully these midweek matches, you never know what you're going to get. Um, but I, I'm hoping, mm-hmm. um, looking at uh, the online, you know, Ticketmaster stuff, it looks like we're going to have a pretty good good crowd there. I'm hoping it's, mm-hmm. it's um, mm-hmm. I hope it's it's big. You know, I, I'm I'm hoping it's 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 sold out, right? But um, you know, I, I think we that, yeah, well, I think we'll get there. Yeah. But um, here's I'm 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 going to kind of like capsulate this for you. Like, here is your chance. Um, before I do, actually. Are you? Do you know if you're gonna be? I know you're one of the co-captains. Are you gonna be captain? Captaining tomorrow? Is that a? Is that a thing? I know Koa kind of jumped in as your um in, in your absence. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm so. gonna say this yeah. from the perspective of the captain since since um since Cole's out. Um, what do you want to say on behalf of the team or on behalf of yourself to the supporters, to the supporters section, to the general fans of this team? What what is a message you have? Uh, for for loud united supporters um yeah i think 
it's really difficult to be a successful team. Um, and every extra advantage the team can get um, can be the difference between making the playoffs, making the next round um, of the playoffs or making the next round of the U.S. Open Cup. And fans play an absolutely massive role in that success. And we felt your guys' presence in the past you know, two home games. Um, so come on out Wednesday night and we'll reward you guys with the win. Awesome. That's great. That's awesome. great. We're, we're looking at you loud and stampede. Um, I know Adam and I are both members. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we're, we're looking, we're looking, looking to y'all, man. We, we want, we want this thing to be packed. We want it to be loud. Um, we want to annoy North Carolina, uh, <laughs> FC, you know, we, we want them yeah. to be like, what, what are you saying? I can't hear. Um, we want them to be afraid to take the field. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, well, in a safe way, in a safe yeah, I know. way. Sorry, did that sound too villainous? <laughs> um, you're you're <laughs> safe to take the field. Um, well, hey, you know this is this has been awesome. It's been great having you on. Hopefully, um, you know, even if if even if nobody takes anything away from this, I took a lot away from this. I think that yeah. having a conversation with you has been great. Um, I, I'd love to to have you know conversations in the future. I think that um, th- I think it's just a great way to kind of you know make you look like a, a person, not just a guy who wears a jersey and uh, and scores goals. Um, I think you got a great, great, uh, great future here at Loudon. I think you got a great future, you know, just in general in your career. Um, I'm looking forward to, to watching it flourish. Um, I'm looking forward to a lot more goals. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you so much for for joining in. Hundred percent. Yeah, thank you guys both for having me. Um, really appreciate the opportunity. And uh, I'll see you. Well, I'll see one of you at uh, <laughs> at Segura tomorrow. Yeah, We're all looking cool. forward to it. But uh, we'll see you at the next round, Adam. Heck yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Adam, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to it. Now, yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks. And, you know, we are the Two Loud Adams for Next in Line podcast, uh, part of the RFK Refugees Network. And uh, I'm Adam Indelovitz. And I'm Adam Davis. And as always, stay loud and united. <laughs>